Hello and welcome tonight to the Hobby Table. I'm your host Blake here with my wankery co-host Obi. How you doing? <laughs> what wanking? <laughs> That's only because uh, um, I'm getting really excited for our next host. Or yeah, yeah. Guest. Oh, you, you say horny papa? Oh yeah. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> good morning and good afternoon. It, my name is Shane, Blake's little brother. Oh no, that guy. Ooh. That guy. Yeah, so Ooh. jumping the gun as always, Shane. Um yeah, we have a special guest today. He is my little brother. Uh, how you doing, Shane? It's good uh, to have you, bud. Surviving the day, my boy. How are you? You know, flat out like a lizard drinking brother. As always. Oh, living the dream. From the living angle dream. I'm looking at, he doesn't look that little wink wink. <laughs> you're looking up at him right yeah, yeah something obstructing my view <laughs> doing these ones papa <laughs> up ups papa up ups now I, lo- I, lo- I love how when you do a double Italian hand thing it turns into crab claws <laughs> I know how I feel about that it's crab core now oh, sh- yep yeah, it was always Crab Call. We just never noticed. <laughs> that's a, that's a great band name. That's a phenomenal well, band name. Cra- crab Core is a whole like slang name for a genre. Shit. It's a whole last thing. Crab <laughs> I'm, I'm about it. <laughs> we need information on this. <laughs> All right, that's what the episodes of nah. <laughs> so today's episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so today I thought, you know, just so happens that we have some Star Wars fans up in here, and I thought it was a great day to uh, talk about some lightsaber Rooney. Or lightsaber, you know. Spinny sticks. Um, glow sticks. Thought it was a cool time. You want to play some glow sticks? <laughs> uh, no, sorry, we don't have the official license from Disney. These are laser swords. <laughs> Beam sabers as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to buy any light sticks. <laughs> These are bright, bright scimitars. <laughs> anyway. Dude, I remember when I was young, I used to say uh, scimitar. I used oh. to play RuneScape a lot, so I'd be like, oh, that I got the skimmy, dude, you know? That used to hurt <laughs> my soul, man. <laughs> I, I remember hearing you say that one day, and I've walked up the back stairs because I used to live, like, under the house and, like, a separate little thing. And he's like, I got the skimmy. I got the, what, what the fuck is a skimmy? You're like, oh, yeah, the sword, the skimitar. And I'm like, can't learn to read. <laughs> he almost shook me. <laughs> I'm he was like, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be... <laughs> To be fair, that wasn't the time I held you over the veranda by one ankle. That was a completely different time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Not to mention the fact he knocked me out with a Pepsi can. Deserving. Very well deserving. Yeah, but yeah. I I smacked him with a Frankfurt. You know, it was it was deserving. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that's it, you know, this is the places that we grew up in. Anyways, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> that, that was that was the day I broke my toe chasing you, remember? Yeah. You got knocked yeah, yeah. out, I broke a toe. Mum told us to kill each other while she was out. Yeah, she was gone for like 15 minutes. Yep, the... yep. Comes yep. home, Shane's unconscious, I have a broken toe. And now, as, and, and now as adults, we can both buy lightsabers and just sort it out like real men. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whacking each other in the face. <laughs> I, I said that last time Shane was over. I'm like, no more arguments within the family from now on. We settle everything by trial, by combat with lightsabers. That's it. <laughs> so no. do you continue until somebody dies? Or what? where do you end? Nah, t- submission. Till submission. Yeah, submission. Submission, submission or blood. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with blood. Or unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, not shit. that kind of submission. Oh, fuck. That's oh, my fuck. kind of submission. <laughs> Obi, put the nipple clamps away. Oh. oh. What about the leather pants? Yet, Can I yet. have my leather pants on? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not going to tell you what to wear. I'm not even wearing pants. Oh. Oh. I never, never Sub do. to his OnlyFans right now. There's a tidbit for <laughs> no you. There's a tidbit for you. I never record the podcast in pants. Ruins my artistic vision. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's understandable, man. Yeah. Coming from somebody that's recently had a testicle injury, I understand that thoroughly. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, Shano, tell us about yourself, brother. Not everyone here knows you. Um, maybe let people yeah. know who you are on the uh, Discord and what you like to get up to. Yeah, for sure. Look, I um, just wanted to start it off and just say thanks again for uh, giving me the opportunity to come on the show, guys. I honestly love your work. And I love how much uh, how much effort and the hours you guys put into this. You know, we um, there's a lot of people out there that listen. You know, pretty much every week, consistently, like consistently. You know, so um, just wanted to get that out of the way first. But I am Shane. Oh, don't dox yourself, man. Don't dox yourself, Shane. <laughs> we'll blip it out this oh. time. Oh, it's all right. Um, I'm I'm friendly. I won't hurt nobody. Um, yeah. I might take your mother on a nice date. No, but um, I'm I'm Shane. Um, grew up in you know, uh, Brisbane of uh, Queensland, Australia. Oh, no and, one cares um, about no one cares about that shit. Tell people about your hobbies. My <laughs> hobbies. My hobbies. Look, honestly, between working two jobs, I am happily in depth in just loving too much Star Wars. Like there's a, there's a slight difference between it being uh, obsession and a hobby. And I think I'm borderlining that with Star Wars. So that's that's pretty much what I do. Um, love all things Star Wars. Read a majority of the comics from 87 till present. Um, I, I spin lightsabers, you know, uh, pretty frequently. I've been doing so for eight odd months now. Do a bit of uh, choreography when I get the chance. Um, but mainly just, just enjoy the thorough landscaping of all things Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You also get into the minis a bit these days, don't you? Like Star yeah, Wars or Warhammer yeah. and all that. Yeah, just um, just recently actually, I found out that um, that Star Wars Legion was a thing. You know, as somebody that was a long time Star Wars fan, that was something that kind of blew my mind. Um, you know, growing up around miniatures and obviously having Blakey around me, um, miniatures was something that always was present in our lives since we were kids. You know, and um, finding out that Star Wars has um miniatures themselves gosh that's been that's been a fun time and yeah. it's been it's been good to have obviously this podcast as well so you, so you were you're seven years younger than me and i've been doing warhammer for on and off for 15 years so oh, you were really? a, you were a young fellow when you were exposed to it you would have been yeah, maybe yeah. eight or nine Ooh, when you first oh came gosh. across it yeah a youngling so wow. yeah exactly you were a youngling exactly yeah wow so, actually, that actually blows my mind. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. You also play a bit of guitar too, don't you, dude? 
Yeah, man. Yeah, love love a bit of guitar and um, love all things metal. You know, you know how we are. Um, you fit in. You fit in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, um, I I wouldn't say that I'm good at guitar, man. Um, but I definitely enjoy the passion. You know, I I enjoy all things musical. So, actually, just recently picked up a um a violin at a thrift store. So that was that was a cool little find. Oh, yeah. I actually saw that today. I actually saw that today. It's pretty tidy. I went over months. So yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually yeah, it's really sick. clean, man. It's like, really it, pretty. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised, actually. I picked it up and I'm like, what is this? A guitar for ants? Bluing, bluing, bluing. Yeah. But, but now fucking Shano, like Bowen as well, they both started out playing guitar with guitars that I lent them because I've always had multiples. Mm, um, I actually still have the first acoustic that was in our family. As yeah, a, yeah, glorious one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, been refurbished since then. We've um we've put new strings on, painted it, sanded it, done all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, fucking it's it's a whole thing. It's a good time, and it's good to have you here too, man. We always love having guests on. So mm-hmm. oh, very appreciative. There's a, there's a stereotype uh, with uh, with people coming on apparently too. Ha- handsome, like metal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, I think we've kind of got a thing going on. Oh, except for, except for Matt, he was just really handsome. He doubled down. Yeah, he got an extraordinary beer, so it it it, it, ca- yeah. it kind of yeah equaled itself out for look, like being into metal. Look, you, you can't be that good looking and be into metal. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave some for the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> oh. We're talking to you, Obi. <laughs> <laughs> Obi. Obi, what have you been doing with your hobby? What have you been up to? Jesus, uh, actually, not terribly much. I've just finished building my Redemptor, putting all the LEDs, and now I'm just gonna put some ground texture on the base, and it's ready for paint, basically. And that's kind of it because oh. I have not been doing a lot besides that. But on my off time, I have though been looking at lightsabers and lots of them yeah i, I think Ooh. we're gonna get into a lot of that this episode so. yep i do have a few uh questions about your redemptor actually yeah yeah so um when you found because you said uh like um last night that you found putting in the leds during the modeling process so like gluing it all together and stuff yeah did you have to go about making too many actual modifications to the model to equip the leds Mm, mostly just routing holes in for into the model inside the model to fit everything Uh, and it's like i said like you glue things together after you put in the leds and those oh i want to put an led here okay how do I go about this the best way? Like, put in the LED, put in some wires that go... And I put, like, some sort of central rails inside uh, the sarcophagus where you wire in pretty much all the wires onto that one and then just go with one wire from... or two wires from those down to a battery. So it it's a lot of routing, figuring out where you have to put the wires and... Uh, yeah, which wire is where. And yeah. 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 I think um, you've actually given me a pretty good idea for an episode, guys. 
I think as we did a uh, taking your Gundam to the next level thing, I think we might do a Warhammer one for that. Um, yeah. Not so much on the painting side of things, but the kit bashing and the uh, mm-hmm. the LEDs and the basing and things like that. Like yeah. not necessarily painting because. Well, the only way to get good at that is to practice and to learn. Yeah. But just some ideas that might not have occurred to people, we can go over an episode. So. Yeah, just like basing and like you were showing me, yeah. you know, with the cork and stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think that'd be a good episode. Yeah. So good work, guys. Yeah. What about you, Shanna? What have you been working on with the old uh, hobbies? Oh, what you with all honesty, this week I've, um, I've found some dedication in my back pocket. And decided to keep jumping into my Phase One Clone Trooper helmet. I was uh, making out of EVA foam, mm-hmm. so that's that's been a bit of a process. I uh, started it probably about two or three months ago, and um, immediately realised that this was uh, a task that was going to need a few dollars and a fair amount of time. So I kind of put it down until I had the dedication to do so. And um, yeah, the turnout so far has been pretty good and probably about three quarters of the way through at least making the helmet you know it does look pretty sweet um i'm sure it'll be in the discord if there's not already yeah yeah absolutely yeah in the general yeah yep yeah i'll throw it in work in progress even if anyone's looking for it shana does considering you're still learning with eva fm i think you do really good work man like well ahead of what i could do well um apparently it was silly of me to jump into making helmets like at at the start because I got um I got all the like um all the formats and all the PDF files for um the actual armor for the clone trooper right mm. and I was like I was drawing it all out and dude it looks way easier than making a freaking helmet <laughs> like like I I chose like hard mode you know what <laughs> I mean dude this is a this is a a family thing though you and I always choose hard mode always oh. there's only one way. To do it, and that's through it. Hard you know mode. what I mean? Hard yeah. mode, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, and as for me, man, I, um, as usual, been up to some fish tanking. Um, I, my 36 litre that I have on the bench top, uh, the plants sort of grew in nicely and that's all settled, so I thought time to introduce some fish. Uh, I have a small school of chili, res- uh, not chili, it was Neon Tetras, a small school of emerald-eyed Rasporas, and one better, or Siamese Fighterfish, in koi colours. He's really cute. We named him Captain Jack. Um, he's rad. Um, and yeah, he's just... In case you're curious too, guys, um, on some occasions you can have fish in with male Fighterfish. Um, because you just need to pick fish that school... And fish that don't look like the fighter fish and are too quick to be attacked. So, like, he's tried to get the other fish a few times, but he just cannot get anywhere near them. He's not quick enough, so... That's good. Just do it That's that good. Way. So, at least he's, like, he's not being, um, kind of like the alpha of the entirety of the tank. So, everything kind of maintains, he th- he like, He thinks a... he is, but no, the other fish just don't care because they're at a school. They're just Sounds like me. Effortlessly, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, like, when you go to school and beat up kids... Fuck yeah. No. <laughs> I do that as an adult. <laughs> That's funny. I just go to, go to schools and I'm like, all right, who's been, who's been messing around today? Oh, you got oh, detention? Fuck. That's funny. All right. So, Shane, do you want to tell us what the fuck a lightsaber is, brother? Well, a lightsaber, honestly, it can be um, many things. 
you know, it can be used from a, uh, um, a bit of custom art for your decor of your room, um, obviously movie props, series props, um, it can be even, you know, like a, just a tool on your actual, uh, cosplay or anything like that, you know, um, but the main thing is, is, um, it, it has founded from obviously a sword technique and, uh, you know, you can, um, you can obviously use that in, um, a whole bunch of different ways. So there's a, uh, there's a whole bunch of, um, different techniques and styles that you can use within obviously sabers and lightsabers. So, um, that creates a, uh, a whole different, I guess, avenue yeah, for, yeah, um, yeah. you know, We'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely get into the hobby side of it and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but so, what can people expect when they, you know, like w- what does it even look like if they haven't seen Star Wars? Like, what are we talking about? Like, especially the ones that we can order, you know? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, especially the ones that uh, obviously that we can get our hands on and are great for um, dueling props, all that just stuff um, at an affordable price. You'll make sure you have sci-fi in mind. Obviously, all things sci-fi, but um, just a um, you know, like a a LED stick that um has a very durable handle that um is an omnidirectional blade, so there's no uh, edges or anything like that. And um, they used in a lot of um, you know, prop films and stuff as well. You ever go down to like a uh, like a fire spinning place or anything like that? You see a lot of LED props, so a lot of people uh, bring them down there. So yeah, yeah, well, that's it, man. So basically, they're generally an aluminium hilt, right? Like an alloy hilt with um, uh, an electronic chassis slid into it, mm. uh, with an LED at the top. So think a torch. Sort of like a torch, but with different colours. There are different styles, but we'll get into that. And you you screw in these PVC pipes, and you use the basically PVC, and um, yep. you use those to fight one another, and you know press button or twist activation to turn the fucker on, and yeah, make yeah. It cool fun stuff. So there yeah. is a uh, there's a, a very large spectrum of obviously, yeah. and we're gonna what's... try and, we're gonna try and cover as much as we can today, but you know one episode can only be so long. Yeah, that is, um, that is one question that I do have to say was probably harder to answer than I thought. What is a lightsaber? You know, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, uh, lightstick like, that glows. How do you explain it to someone who's never seen Star Wars? You know? Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, exactly. I was just trying to wrap my brain around it. You know, yeah, exactly. All right, so Obi, where does the hobby side of this come in, man? What are we got going on? Oh, there's like a few different spectrums here that you can uh, like go in closer on. Um, we can probably start off with the basic ones. It's just like saber uh, stunts, uh, or you know, like uh, twirling. They call it as well, I guess. And uh, how? Oh, what's the other one? Like like spin saber spinning, I guess. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of a hobby in its own, just to learn how to do these things very fluidly, very like. Getting a nice flow, I would say. Keeping up with mm. your flow of the saber to make it look like nice and florally. Uh, doing sp- yeah, yeah, to make it look almost decorative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's an art form in itself. Like, I think if you would have like a slow motion camera on it and then just like play the the 
motion of the lightsaber itself while you're doing while those spins. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be a really cool effect as well. So well, yeah, we were um. How many days a week do you train with your saber, Shane? Because uh, you're insane. Honestly, if I have a heavy work week, I try and get out of there three times a week. But Ooh. um, if I'm if I'm like available, like if I have more time, I'll be out there five days a week. So that's minimum uh, three yeah. days a week training, uh, and yeah. it shows, minimum. man. Yeah. One thing we did realize though, um, because I've said a few times I collect swords, and I'm very uh. I wouldn't say I'm a swordsman, but I know my way around a blade. Um, and we found out while we were dueling that I can get the kill shot very quick, but I can't do the tricks that Shane can do. Yeah. I just cannot. Like, if it was a fight, I'd win it in a few strikes, mm. but as, f- as as far as like actual lightsaber style mm. with the twirls and all this, I've got nothing on Shane. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'd, um, yeah. I'd love to take a, a moment to elaborate on that a little bit. So, um... With especially um, combat dueling, there is a uh, like a rapier almost um, form of art that they do in mm-hmm. dueling. So that is the easiest way to calculate skill. Okay, so they they do it almost in Olympics, um, like at massive comic cons and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they do these shows where they are yeah. lightsaber fencing. So they um they essentially come to blows, but it's the first two blows that'll that'll be kill shots, right? Mm. Yeah. But um, that's that's a whole different category. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's it's really cool to see that what large spectrum it is. Yeah. I, I think they call that we got that down the bottom there. They call it ludo, yeah, which is basically lightsaber judo. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. um oh, sorry, not judo. Um, kendo. Kendo, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Kendo. kendo yep, not yep, judo. Yep. Kendo. I was misreading, but um. It's kendo. So, you know, if you've ever seen the in the Olympics and all that sort of shit, they have dudes with the kendo sticks and the armor, mm. and it's point-based for strikes, same thing for lightsabers as far as I understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be much more up my alley as far as my style, mm. but that's just because I've come from a practical standpoint with swords. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be spinning a fucking long sword. People lose arms. Yeah. It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. I think, like, for a reference of like doing really cool florals, uh, flourishing stuffs and and spins, uh, the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin in the Revenge of the Sith, basically yeah, that yeah, with the Obi Wan spin, the Obi Wan yeah. spin, and and they do a lot. Which, of... by the way, Shane, I can do now. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah, you can you can get um, the Obi Wan swing. Yeah, yeah. Now Easy. do it with your left hand. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can. <laughs> No, I can. I can actually Hell do yeah. it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's really good progress in like a week. Yeah. Well, that's dude, fantastic. fun fact actually, I must be an orc because I figured out how to do it while I was at work without a saber in my hand. It just clicked in my brain. I was like, mm. oh, it's like that. And then you drag it along and then whip up. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you so... had your willy in your hand, didn't you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or maybe it was someone else's willy. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what was Boa doing around with his long slong? <laughs> we can't mention his name. He's in witness protection. Bowen was his code name, right? <laughs> Changed his name to Blowen for witness protection. Yeah, I've I have uh, I've been practicing it, but with a saber staff. So you actually have like two yeah. points oh. where you can keep keep a track of and do flourishes like that. And it's kind of helping me to yeah. do like extra spins instead of 
just like one I spin and, and go back straight away. Just do like extra spins along the way, and it looks like pretty cool. <laughs> it's just like a constant momentum. Yeah. Have, um, you got, have you got the baby blades in your stilobi, like the short ones? Yeah, but for the saber staff, it's perfect because it's yeah. it's more like yeah. a stick, like a fighting well, stick. Yeah, that's right. Shano actually has shorter blades on his standard lightsaber because he's not a tall dude. Mm. So when yeah, when you're doing stunts, it doesn't hit the ground on him. Yeah. Because yeah, neither of us are huge guys, so it's like yeah, fucking yeah. having that extra height does help. Yeah. Um, I I do have to say when I when I um was using the uh saber staff, I had so many difficulties just with the heat, like the heaviness and the weight, mm. like just throwing the momentum around. Mm. Gosh, man, it hurts. Do you, do you want me to train you for saber staff, Shane? Come over, I'll give you my bow staff. My solid <laughs> yeah, oak one that I used to use for oh, Kenjutsu, man. Because yeah, that, that rips your muscles. Like you, you get the well, strength um, of it very quick. With, with my fire staff now, it's um it's pretty cool because that's kind of like giving me a little bit of jazz. Yeah, but, the, um, this is Jedi's like solid oak, man. It weighs I think I remember that thing, actually. It was yeah. awesome. So. Um, <laughs> buddy, I, um, I actually, uh, with with this little fire staff, I uh, taught myself how to do a, like a complete behind-the-head spin today. So mm-hmm. I found when I put my sabers together and I tried it with the saber staff... I can now rotate the whole saber from behind my head and catch it behind and then rotate tight. again. And it looks so clean. Yeah, I was nice. like, wow, awesome. That's tight. Yeah. So another part of though, uh, another part of the hobby side of it is our uh, fight choreography. So me and Shannon yes. tried a bit of this. Um, basically, it's like a dance move, but uh, not lame. You have lightsabers, so you go, okay, <laughs> I'm going to strike two here, two there, flourish, come back. And you sort of understand that you, you practice to get quicker. Yeah. And then, like, that's how they do it in all the movies as well. That they, they choreograph fight scenes, yeah. and it can be a lot of fun. Like, it's a little boring. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this. It feels fake, but when you nail it, you feel yeah. like a fucking Jedi pro. Like, yeah. it's so oh, cool. It literally feels like you've just had a Jedi battle, and yeah. you both look at each other, and you're like, "I have so the what force. now? <laughs> <laughs> so who dies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been teaching my kids uh, like. At least, uh, like from Mike's Starwalker, his name is just uh, like yeah, the yeah, basic one, well. one, two, three, four. So we're we're building up to like we to five and six, the uh, probably next week or something. So we're building up slowly and just adding a little bit of variations every now and then. Like yeah, it's... every every little bit that I have learned over the eight months that I've done this every single day. Yeah. Has all been through that YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. Here's I, this is not a like a shout out or anything, but mm. that YouTube channel. Oh, we're doing some Walker shout outs later. Really yeah. good. Um, like, question, Shane. If you were to fall backwards, do you think you could tumble backwards and like find your feeding again? Like, if you were to land flat on your shoulders, or like, could you flip over? Possibly. I haven't tried. I'll. I'll have to. I'll actually have to give. Because I just had a mad idea. We should. We should choreograph a thing. And when I get an opening, I'll do like a palm push like that, and you can act as if it's a force, and you can roll back onto your feet and then come back at me. Yeah. I think yeah. it would look really ace. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, um, have do you know all of the one through the nine uh, basics, Obi? Most of them, yeah. It's just a little bit fuzzy when I'm actually doing it. I just have to watch it and practice mm. along, I guess. Because while I'm yeah, no, I'm trying to remember it, it gets fuzzy in my head. 
Yeah, of course. And dude, honestly, and, and as soon as it all goes into play anyways, yeah. all that's out the window. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, my, exactly. my biggest... My biggest problem is that when I'm doing that sort of stuff, sometimes my brain goes into kill mode from training, and I just go to kill. Like, execute. I, I remember, I remember, poor Bowen came at me one time with a sharpened stick, like as a joke, and I instinctively, because yeah, I've done a little bit of that sort of stuff, I blocked it and took it from his hand locked his wrist up and stabbed him in the arm with it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, and it, it didn't go into his arm, but it put a hole in his flannel. He was pretty upset with me. <laughs> in Australia, you mess with a man's flannelette jacket and it's <laughs> not <laughs> friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, sweet. All right. Uh, Shane, you want to get this on, man? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So collecting. Um, collecting sabers is, uh, it's a very dangerous game to start. If you don't already own a saber or are looking into getting one, um, it's almost got to come with an, like a parent advisory because it is very addictive. Um, yeah, with obviously a market of literally thousands of sabers and different types and brands, um, you're bound to want more than one. Mm. So you can go into collecting them. But um, you're probably going to be looking at all the like movie replicas and um, all the ultra high end lightsabers if you are finding yourself being a large fan. And, and if, you um, can, if you're collecting movie replicas, they tend to always be more expensive. Yeah, than yeah, just generic sabers. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anything that we train with and use for heavy dueling sabers, um, these are all uh, high polycarbonate blades with approximately twenty eight inch length. And um, that's they only come to about one hundred and fifty dollars AUD, mind you. But you you can find them for a lot cheaper. You know? Yeah, and you, uh, you go from about a hundred up, like hundred to uh, about three fifty for those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you want like the real deal, you're paying three fifty. But like, yeah. you don't have to. You know what I mean? No. I've got two hundred and ten dollar lightsabers. Like, they work. Yeah. it's yeah. it does the job. You know. Yeah, for dueling especially. Um, yeah, and, and a lot, yeah. it's worth noting too that a lot of the movie replicas, um, particularly Luke and Anakin's ones, they have a very narrow collar coming up to the emitter, mm. and they are known to bend and break if you're dueling heavily with them. Mm. So yes, highly. If you wanted to get one to collect and, um, you know, you wanted to really make it fucking awesome, I would actually recommend getting one of those in a Xenopixel. Um, so the blade lights up and does all sorts of cool tricks, so you don't duel with it. Because mm. you can't duel with a Xenopixel, and you shouldn't duel with a high-end movie prop like that, because you're probably going to break it anyway. So, yeah, yeah, just yeah, go all yeah. out with it. Yeah, yeah so. take that with a grain of salt. You don't want to get out your $1,000 yeah. lightsaber anyways, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and they, they do go up into the thousands for high, high-end stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, that's, you know... That's the realest of deals, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's like people yeah, doing custom custom business things, and it looks sublime. But the lower end stuff, like like the mid tier, I'd say is is it's well enough. And if you're into like doing some small customizations yourself, like adding some some weathering, it'll it'll tie it all up together and make it real nice. You know, yeah, especially if talk, you're watching talking this podcast. About, talking <laughs> about customizing your saber, actually. Um, you can mix and match parts. So, like, you know, say if you have a couple of sabers off of, you know, AliExpress or whatever, buy you're buying them from. 
a lot of the time, those threads are universally sized with one another. Especially if they're all from the same manufacturer. So you can go, oh, okay, I want this hilt with this bomb, with this emitter. And you can do it that way. Um, you can also paint them as well. Um, you can do leather wraps on the handles. You can do full weathering. Um, yeah, so you can make it, like... You can make The big part about Jedi in Star Wars is they're heavily based on the samurai. So to the, a samurai, their sword was unique to them and was sacred, and it's the same with the Jedi. So if you want to get into that spirit of the thing, you want to make it as much yours as you can. And a lot of people, yeah, they customize it. So, you know, um, some people even acid etch, like do acid etchings and engravings and, you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to uh, quickly jump on that while you said it, actually. You were saying that a lot of it based around um, old samurai techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, even when, um, you know, you watch all of the, uh, the after film footage and all the behind the bloopers and stuff like that of Star Wars, a lot of them are training with, um, martial artists. So a lot of them come from, you know, very particular backgrounds that, um, that have studied martial arts for years. So uh, Ray Park, for example, he's a very accomplished martial artist as far as I understand. Mm. And he's got to Darth Maul, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, but so there is approximately six or seven forms, but that's that's all up to interpretation. Obviously, if you know what Star Wars legends are, um, but the first six forms are heavily, heavily like um, have relevance behind a lot of basic martial arts that you'll see in today. Mm. So a lot of them come from you know, as as you guys said, you know, there's um. Uh, what what was it, what was it called? Sorry, um, Kendo. Hendo, yes, it, you know, and there's um, oh, what's the other um, like fence? It's like fencing? a sword training technique. Fence Excuse fencing? me, sorry. Um, no, no, no. Uh, the Japanese one. It's like uh, a, so, a so buck. Bushido. Bushido, yeah. Bushido, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Bushido is the way of the samurai, but uh, the more accurate thing for the sword play of it is what you'd call kenjutsu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yep. So Kenjutsu is the more no nonsense martial art, whereas Kendo is the sport of it. Yeah, and yep. yeah. So a lot of it does come in from that, and just basic European sword fighting as well. Mm. Like, yeah, look yeah. at the old school Star Wars; they were very European with their style of fighting. Yeah, Count, like Count Dooku sword. has a lot of fencing maneuvers. I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely. Agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah. Here's um, the, like I know this is a bit nerdy here, but um. Count Dooku was actually one of the most vicious Jedi of uh, of all time, just due to his fighting style. Yeah, because yeah. he he wasn't aiming to uh, obviously be a Jedi, because yeah. <laughs> you know how he ended up. Mm. Um, but when he was obviously um, like, oh, excuse me, I'm getting a little bit frazzled. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, man. Take a breather. You're all good. Um, when he was um dueling, you can see that. All of his attacks are very striking and not defend uh, defense points. So uh, when you look at Obi Wan fighting, all of his don't come from de- um, they're all defensive points. So he takes like defensive slashes, while all of Count Dooku's are offensive. So he found um, the like 
he wanted more of the sport of the sport of the Jedi. You know what I mean? Like he wanted yep. to be in the sword play and all that jazz. Yeah, so if you look at Count Dooku, like Obi said, it's very much a fencing thing. He often has one hand on his hip as well. Yeah. Like mm. a fencer. And so the objective of his is to keep is to keep you at the point and keep point control mm. with small like ways there. Um, whereas yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, his would be more akin to somebody using a long sword where you'd you'd clash blades and then you'd yeah. flip around and you'd use the parry and the flat yeah. to um to make the hits and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah make your defensive right, arcs. Right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Now the question is, boys, what's the difference between electronics and stuff like that? Like what are we talking about here? So um I'll let who wants to get the first one? Do you want to get it over since you haven't spoken in a little while? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the first one is the, uh, like, there's usually, like, the very basic ones will just have, like, a single color LED. Um, so that means you'll have, uh, just at the base. So kind of like the Disney lightsabers and stuff like that. Basically the Disney lightsabers. Even, yeah, but I would yeah. say they're a little bit more high-end there, even though they only have one color, um. They're a little bit more expensive. They're a little bit on the thicker yeah. side too, as well. Um, the galaxy, the galaxy's edge ones, and that look quite chunky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're beautiful display pieces, but yeah. um, not not yeah. dueling sabers or anything else, to be honest. But yeah, like the single mm. color LEDs, it, it is what it says. It's just one color on your blade. You'll usually have like no sound or a very very basic soundboard. Um, and the purpose for these blades is to, well, practice with dueling or, uh, like, doing very cool stunts and not be afraid of dropping this one and damaging, like, electronics that are worth $200, if not more. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. You want to grab the next one, Shana? Yeah, 100%. I'm sorry, just with, um, the blades, sorry, with, uh, with the single LEDs, um, uh, do they have the high polycarbonate blades a lot of the time, or they just um the actual LEDs in the hilts? Yeah, yeah, they just have the the LED in the hilt, and then it's like a, a hollow carb like a polycarbonate blade with like a film in it that yep. will diffuse the light into the the blade. Um, like there's okay, yeah, there's I, different I, versions of the blades as well. Like you can have uh two millimeter thick ones or three millimeter. The three millimeter is obviously better for dueling because it'll be a little bit yeah, more, more durable. durable. Um, but I, I have one with two millimeters and I've already cracked it. So, <laughs> and, oh, and I've God, only, I've, really? I've only been playing with my kids as well. So <laughs> yeah, you're not beating Dan. No, kids, you know no, 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 I'm not going hard. You're on being that, pretty so. gentle. Yeah. 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 I, I'm surprised actually we didn't break anyway. We were hanging out the other day. Shadow, Cause I wasn't uh, going, I wasn't going easy on you. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I, I broke one of mine, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, no. Yeah, just on the inside, there's like a bit of filament, and then like, you can you can hear it when you rattle now. Oh, and yeah. And like, I was like, oh, it, that's not that bad. And then I opened my saber, and it's just big chunks of plastic, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> time to replace this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's kind oh, of the good thing oh. about these these basic, more basic ones. They're, they're, the blades are cheap, so... It's not a yeah, big deal. Yeah, it does Yeah. Uh, all right, Shane, do you want to grab this one, yeah. man? Yeah, for sure. Um, so the second type of lightsaber that you'll pro- probably commonly see when looking on the market 
is an RGB base lit version. So this has a uh, selectable color spectrum using three different colored LEDs in the base of the hilt. So these um, these form seven to ten different colors. Mm. So reds and your pinks and your blues and your greens. Mm. And yeah. um, but it, these also come with a a soundboard as well. So these could be um, possibly smooth swings. So as you swing the lightsaber, you'll hear your humming noises. Um, in uh. Obviously, in Blake's Damien Saber, um, it has a twist turn. So, to turn on the actual blade, you just twist your wrist, and that would turn on the entire yeah. blade. Or flick it like blood off a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, activates. Yeah, it's like, really cool. Yeah, as you like drawing your your lightsaber, and the sound fonts on it are very clean. Yeah, very, very good very sounding sounding uh, fonts, all of them. Like my kid. Taught yeah, me another move, like, if you twist it one way, it will turn on the saber. If you twist it the other way, it will switch sound font as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, my up. mind is blown! <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew if you twisted it, it could change, but I did figure out if you twist it the opposite way. As well. so yeah. I thought I was just twisting it wrong. No. Yeah, exactly. I, only, yeah, I honestly thought twist. I just broke mine when I did it. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, leave it to the kid to figure it out, and us old cunts can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those freaking boomers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your next type um, is a Neopixel or Xenopixel blade. Um, and there's a few other names for it as well, but the long and short of it, the length of the blade, the plastic, has LED stripping inside of it. Um, and the LEDs are individually programmable. These are usually a lot more expensive, but can still be had for about... 200 if you want a less descript uh hilt mm. you know what i mean like uh i know you can get like a revan style one or just a more like Basically. straight one yeah. um and then you can customize it yourself but you can have the cool leds and that um yeah so they have yeah an one of my SD mates got like 250 so yeah so you can have an sd card installed different sound fonts and all that sort of stuff um so yeah, if you have a PC, you can learn how to do that shit. Um, some sabers can store forty to sixty for sound fonts with the RGB spectrum, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but you got to be aware that there is LEDs in the blade, so dueling with them may cause those to break. And it's about one hundred and fifty bucks for a blade. Yeah, if you break those, so just be careful. They are cool, and Shane has also said that generally that the they are heavier. Mm. So not as acrobatic for dueling, but you can still spin with them and stuff if you mm. if you know what you're doing and you're not prone to dropping it. Yeah. Um, but they are yeah. really sick. When you press the power button, the light will actually travel up it like it's being deployed, like a proper saber. Mm. And there's all sorts of shit. You can make them do yeah. gamer colors, like rainbow and shit. So. so at nighttime, it looks really nice to deploy mm. it and stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Just another quick thing on the uh, soundboards and stuff of the Neopixels and Xenopixels. There's a thing called a Profil board, and that Profil, is the one yeah. that you can yeah you can go in and actually change all the different audios and all those soundboards and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, um, we all love the scene where obviously uh, Anakin walks into the room with the younglings, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, you can you can get that as a sound font on your saber. Yeah. So you know, if that's your jam, you can have that. Yeah. Yeah, you can have the you can have the younglings screaming in pain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who uh, doesn't need that in their life? Exactly. There's also the 
GVH3. Yeah. Golden Harvest. Um, CFX like is Shane also said, one. VFX, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Shannon said, highly programmable boards. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but fucking pricey. Yeah. Um, th- these are the sorts of ones where, like I said, if you have a high-end movie saber that you're very fond of, like, say, Luke's is your favourite, you can buy Luke's, and that's the sort of saber I would kid out with something like this because mm. you're not going to duel with it. You're not going to break it. Yeah. Great um, for decor pieces. And it's just going to always be cool room. as hell. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the, the uh, big difference between like the more affordable now NeoPixel or Xenopixel, whichever you name you use for it, is is the fact that you can customize. Like the NeoPixel and the Xenopixel is ready fonts. You probably with some programming skills can adjust them. The profi will be more accessible to ed- edit the sound fonts to what you want them to be, um, but also more expensive. But so, more expensive. Yeah, bear in mind. Uh, yeah. and, and truth be told, like I had the RGB one um, with just the twelve sound effects, and that's cool enough. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so I imagine if I bought uh, the NeoPixel mm. and it had a shitload more already, I don't think I'd be busting my balls to get a profi no. all of a sudden. I'm not no. that. Hardcore into it. I'm more likely to go all out customizing the hill hmm. rather than yeah. worrying about the sounds it makes. Because to be honest, a lot of time I use it on mute. Yeah, I, I just I'm there for the style. So yeah. yeah, we're all hobby boys here. We all want to paint stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I I actually uh, yeah. had a question to the guy the the that does Damien Saber. I messaged him on YouTube and stuff too, and like yeah, the NeoPixel board is is actually pretty good uh, accessible with like adding more stuff because i want to add like an accent led in the hilt uh, the way same way that oh. star killers uh saber has like the LED- do a kyber crystal yeah. yeah do do a kyber crystal inside the hilt and have it like shining through the bottom end and like have some battle damage around the hilt and still have that led shining through so that's cool yeah that's that's just a for, quick breakdown if that. you are if you don't know what a kyber crystal is either it's the uh, it's the crystal that powers a lightsaber yeah yeah it's the focus crystal basically yeah. um so uh if you don't know that stuff definitely look up some star wars lore <laughs> <laughs> i suggest um, you watch a movie <laughs> exactly um so some brands to look out for guys let's uh go through it eh? uh as I said, Damien Saber, mm. highly recommend. Uh, even Obi said, you know, he's contacted them off YouTube and that. They do talk to you. Yeah. They're good dudes from what I can tell. Um, and my one that I got, I got a cross, uh, cross scale style one. It's the build quality on it is gorgeous. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous. So can recommend. Yeah. Next one would uh, be uh, LGT Sabers. They are basically the company that manufactures most of the lightsabers uh, like the ones that you can interchange the parts with each other they usually make all the different parts and they'll uh... I think LGT and Damien Saber are even like a similar company or owned by the same people yeah I think Damien Saber was the owner of LGT or was a employee from LGT and then it just sprouted off something something along those lines I don't know exactly yeah. but uh yeah Could- they're they're good guys they they know their shit they're updating their uh, software very often so 
If you have any yeah. and anything you can... wrong with them, just message them and they'll send you out a replacement or whatever. And That's truth great. be told, a lot of resellers you look for, like that you find, mm. are probably just selling LGT or Damien Samus. So, fuck those off, go on AliExpress, and just go straight through those sellers on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't recommend every... The exactly, I can't recommend every seller on, LG... on uh, AliExpress. Yeah. So obviously it's AliExpress. Yeah. But... Damien Saber Official and LGT Saber's Official are both reputable, mm. and if they fuck you around, you can get your money back pretty easily. Like, it, it's pretty on there. Yeah. Use PayPal, obviously, protect yourselves, but they're good. I, I view them as pretty much risk-free. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually bought my first ever Saber from um, Oz Sabers, yeah. which I think they have... Um, they have a contract L- LGT... with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're um, just a reseller. You paid an extra bit of yeah. money on top, basically. But they have, um... It's it's weird, actually, because it has a completely different soundboard. Like, all the buttons are different, all the... Like, same uh, as my Damien saber. Yeah, it's just... No, but do you remember um, when I showed you one of my lightsabers, and you were like, oh, this is really different to my other one? It's probably yeah, because it's an older board. Uh, I bought a saber oh, for, my, yeah. for my kid as well for his birthday, and my eldest kid had a saber from before, and... The eldest one has uh, the Damien Saber, the white PCB with Dark Wolf, uh, which is the, the swing on and 12 sound fonts. And my elder, my, my youngest, who I brought, the uh, Kylo Ren looking Saber crossguard, he has an older board, which is a red color, and it has no smooth swing. It has a few little less sound effects. It's not as good, but for his age, it's pretty much perfect for it's more than he could ask yeah, for yeah. so that's fair he, he would feel like the coolest kid in school man i think he is badass he, i think he he's is very happy like, with it so uh, come on he's his dad his, his dad's a famous podcaster of course <laughs> he's having a good time in school <laughs> and he's dang good looking too you guys can't see it but damn <laughs> holy moly you want to grab you want to grab the sunshine now yeah of course yeah um if you are looking for um, some really, really high-end sabers, you know, going into the near $1,000 range, uh, Saber more. Trio, yeah. yeah, or more, mm. or even more, yeah. Um, Saber Trio and Vader's Vault have got to be some of the best, the best quality out there. Um, you can find spot-on movie replicas, mm. spot-on, you know, from actual series and comics you know like ahsoka tano's video games to a t like yeah video games are full in order like all of it really high quality really good boards and probably just leave them in your room and never touch them because they're that expensive yeah (laughs) yeah exactly um and the other one is 89 sabers they're another one on our on AliExpress, um, they're sort of like LGT and Damien Saber, but just more high end. Mm. Their stuff sort of starts at four or five hundred, mm. and goes yeah, sort of up on over Etsy the as thousand well. mark. Yep. Yeah, yep, so, yep, 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 yep. but you know, their stuff's pretty good. Ah, uh, yeah. Obi, do you want to hit us with this next part, bro? Yeah, uh, on the brands that we uh, we had a few brands that we recommend, but there's also a few brands that we would say do not buy. Um, you could probably get away with it, but uh, it's the saber industry has changed so much the last three, four years. I would say, 
that uh, it's it's just not worth going with the older brands anymore. Uh, one of them being Ultra Savers. Uh, Shane, you have an Ultra Savers, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I have one Ultra Saver. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Yes. Oh, I don't even know. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I like I said back in the day, like not ten years ago or something, they were pretty much top of the line, best you could get. Their qualities, that however, has dwindled. They're not really innovating a lot, uh, and and they're never really in stock either. Like you go yeah. on their site half the time, and it's like yeah. they got yeah, nothing. Not even right, yeah, there's a lot of reports too of it taking ages. Them. Like yeah. when they do get it, it's like it takes them like six months to fill your order. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you go on AliExpress, it's a month. Yeah, well, like, and that's um, with shipping. Yeah, I, I do actually want to. Talk about something real quick here. So there was a, um, a a buy brand made by just a few people over in America called Electrum Savers. Yeah. And they oh, yeah. have the full, um, it's like a uh, touch board to t- like turn on your lightsaber and stuff like that. Mm. And their orders are actually made to fill. So their orders take up to six months. Mm. See, so, I, don't think, um, I think when it's that custom though, that's fine. Yeah. Yep. But like, yep. when you're just producing them and putting them up on your website, and you're like, oh yeah, it's in stock, but it's going to take six months to even fill the order, mm. I don't it's, think that's good yeah. customer service. Yeah. It's shit. You're just trying to piss in your pocket. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do have friends that have two Ultra Savers, um, so the Sakura one, mm. like a more custom one. And I've handled those, and they are really nice. Like, they've had them for probably four or five years. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, um, you know the guys I'm talking about, Shane, but, um, but they're nice, um, and I was pretty blown away when I first saw them, uh, they were the first sort of aluminium hilted sabers I'd seen besides, you know, like, like, I'd seen, before that it was just like the ones from Kmart, you know, so I was like, oh, these are really cool, but now having ones. my Damien saber, I'm like, dude, like, they're just not of the same quality, yeah. they're just not, so... I'd like for them to surprise us. I'd like for them to pick their game up and start innovating again. Mm. Uh, but unfortunately, they put all their money into advertising and not into actual quality and customer service. Yeah. Mm. I think yep. the the next company also kind of follows that line, Saberforge. I think they've been trying to like sweep up a deal with LGT as well to do more... Uh, to do something more similar reseller. to be a reseller for LGT. And it... Because they have like a cheaper line now going as well, but in the end, just go with with LGT straight away. Go on AliExpress, that find the LGT or or Damien Saber, and you'll be more secure that you'll actually get a Saber within one month, maybe one and a half months lately, because shipping problems still happen because of the pandemics well, or whatever. We, we got it all the way from China. Might arrived in under a month. Yeah, so, yeah, mine always yeah. gets here in three, three on yeah. weeks. Yeah. It, was shipped, it was shipped within three days, and it got here within a month. So yeah, yeah, you know. All right, so YouTube channels that we would recommend. Uh, Shano, I know this one's your personal one here for dueling. Oh, yes, yeah, of course, yeah, for dueling, the the one and only Mike Starwalker. This dude has some of the best explanations of the the primitive basics of all saber understanding. Anything you want to know from points 1 to 15, defensive poses, stances, mm. the whole shebang, he will be your man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looked at him as well. Like, especially to to do, like, the basic choreography and, like, try and teach my kids a, a decent enough way to actually 
whack each other with a stick without actually hurting themselves because yeah without poking an eye yeah my youngest kid he is a little bit too aggressive he has the kylo ren swings like he takes it from the back and he just like <laughs> sweeps at you and he hit my knuckles a couple of times and uh like i still have a scar from it man it's it, he is brutal oh. so i'm i'm trying to teach him a more controlled way the way of the jedi uh, <laughs> the way of the jedi yeah. not the sith no he's got, he's got that sith out yeah it's only the sith to deal in absolutes yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so. i love that saying because that saying saying only a sith deals in absolutes is dealing in absolutes <laughs> it's like the largest absolute <laughs> yeah i'm like what okay mate it's um, like the meme of Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Oh. Um, the next one. Yeah. It, s- for, for spinning and, and acrobatic stuff like that, uh, Michelle C. Smith. She's like a... Uh, I think she pro- promotes herself as a full-time uh, ninja or something like that. I she, think she's a stunt woman. Yeah, she? she's yeah, a stunt yeah, woman. Yeah, she's a stunt double. Yeah, yeah she's a stunt double. Yeah. Uh, she does amazing yeah, I, I love work. her, dude. I reckon... Yeah. And her editing skills are freaking flawless, yeah. man. Like, she does some really cool videos. Like, yeah. she can edit in from, like, her having a saber undrawn with no blade in it mm. to editing in behind her head having the saber fully drawn. Yeah. And it looks like she's just drawn the saber. Yeah. And it looks really yeah. clean, man. So I've got to yeah. give her props for her editing skills. Yeah, She's definitely got good content. She's a good creator. Yeah. I yeah. can yeah. learn a lot. Yeah, definitely um, like very unique yeah. spins that you could learn from her, like back back your head spinning down, and then it's it's whack. She does a lot of cool stuff, and uh, when the only thing that kills me is when she grabs it by the blade, and I'm like, no, your hands got yeah, you're just she, like, she 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 uh, she actually posted that in a video, like, oh, I know you guys hate me for it, but it's just the balance of the blade is a little bit better just on that point, and I kind of get it, just a little bit higher, yeah. I kind of get it, but on the other way, it's like, it's a lightsaber you're not supposed to hold there. You're dead. You're, yeah, your hand's gone. <laughs> you can no longer spin it. It's gone. But why do you Why do you think, like, Luke, Anakin, they all don't have right hands for a damn reason? <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit, it's oh, not fuck. easy to have a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. the, the Empire says no joking off, that's why. <laughs> They're just sitting there trying to do their Obi-Annie swing and just yeet their hand off. <laughs> <laughs> well actually actually that's one thing that i found very interesting recently is um someone asked me they're like oh why doesn't everyone just carry lightsabers in the uh star wars universe and i explained to them because i've been listening to a lot of lore and stuff like that i'm like you know the idea is that they are so deadly that if you even accidentally tag your hand or elbow whatever you lose that event hmm. so the idea of it that you need to be force sensitive is because you need those reflexes to not hit yourself with the lightsaber, mm. right? And my favorite thing was, I don't know if you've seen the most recent series of Mandalorian, um, or it might have even been Book of Boba, I don't know which it was, but he hits himself in the leg with the darksaber and fucks himself up mm. because he's not Force-sensitive. He's an extremely good warrior, like, you know, unbelievably good mm. warrior, mm. and even he can't wield it properly and tagged himself in the leg. Yeah. So I think that's a cool little tidbit of lore. That you know, I am. Um, why does everyone have lightsabers? Because they'd fucking die. Yeah. The the main reason why uh, Mando obviously couldn't hold the dark saber was because he had too like he was he had too heavy stuff on his mind, right? Is that correct? I think yeah. He had, like, yeah. The saber like, would oh, get heavier, like every time it would swing. Yeah. He... The more you held on your mind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's why he's having trouble swinging it without being encumbering. Mm. But mm. I still think that even if it weighed nothing to him, in fact, if it weighed nothing to him, I think he'd be more likely to cut his whole last leg off because <laughs> keeping a track of <laughs> where that blade is, mm. keeping a track of where that blade is, if it's next to weightless, would be very hard if you don't have supernatural, um, you know, reflexes yeah. and understanding. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like a Jedi. Mm. <laughs> like a Jedi, exactly, or a Sith. Yeah, I think... Or General Grievous. I mean, if you've been <laughs> spinning yourself, you've hit yourself in the ass a couple of times already. So imagine that with a blade that's really warm, it will cut through your ass cheeks like it's butter. You can put Shane two together. Shane trains five days a week, and he hit himself in the face so hard the day, he broke his sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, like, and I mean, like, broke them, broke them, man. Like, it's like somebody punched me in the face. <laughs> exactly. I just walked inside, like, rattled. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just in there like, what? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Myself. So, as far as collecting channels go, uh, there's Two Car, which is one Obi's recommended. And um, I watch Carly King. She's a, she's a TikToker and she can be a little bit annoying, but uh, she's pretty cool. She's got some cool stuff and she can spin quite well. She always yeah. does good little demos. Yeah. And she's very upbeat. So if you're having a rough day, she's entertaining. Yeah. 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 yeah she's, not, she's not like, yeah, it's a savage. She's like, hey guys. You know, yeah. she's got that bit of hype going. But yeah, she, that TikTok seems, vibe. Yeah. Seems that, like yeah. a nice girl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does good work at the savage. Like, she is quite good at it. Yeah. So. You know, holds her own in her own way, so... Uh, I reckon I'd hold my own against her. I, I, I really love the, the episode she did where she met Ray Parks, and she got a lesson yes. from Ray Parks with the yeah, with her yeah. Darth Maul saber. It was, that's a really good episode, so... Yeah, I thought that was rad. Um, yeah, and the other one for lore, I'll just do this one because it's my recommendation as well. Um, for lore on YouTube, I recommend this stupendous wave. They do great stuff. Um, just wanted cover to cover everything, and yeah. Just wanted to add in one as well on top of the law side. Um, you can actually go and watch all of the audio comics straight from the Star Wars audio comics uh, YouTube channel. And it, it is worth noting that a lot of the comics aren't canon anymore, though. So keep that in mind. Star Wars has that weird schism where the di- anything that happened once after Disney acquisition turned into legends. Turned into legends canon. And Disney Canon is slightly different, but I'm sure yes. you'll figure that out if you watch yes. enough videos. But they're so beautiful to put on before bed. Just hearing yeah. Yoda talk in like a beautiful comic strip is just it's really cool. Have some good sleep. You must count the sheep. You will. <laughs> Very nice. So Shane, do you have anything more to add on the subject of lightsabers? Honestly, just don't give up. If you feel like you're not progressing if you feel like you're just kind of in a rut with it and you don't want to learn that next new trick just keep trying man keep hitting yourself in the noggin keep hurting your fingers and just keep trying and if you're hitting yourself in the knuckles a lot and it hurts a lot just get gloves yeah yeah they will help yeah you can get gloves with like little plasticky bits and rubbery bits over the knuckles Mm. would highly recommend if you got sensitive fingers i know i do so yep I'm thinking uh, about getting some. A, a Jedi wouldn't really get gloves, so I don't need them. So mm. yeah. that's not true. Anakin wears gloves. Only because he's missing a hand. So 
You, you don't want that robot gooiness on it. You didn't look. I don't know about you, mate. But if I could fucking flip somebody off and look like a T seventy Terminator, I'd be <laughs> down for that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just got a feeling because there's like a lot of cords and stuff. Like there's got to be fluids, and you know, like you got to power that stuff somehow. Uh, this isn't the alien universe, man. Robo goo. <laughs> Yummy. <Yeah. laughs> Using this lube. Yeah, my uh, my tip of the day is anyway. definitely uh, wear protection while you're playing with kids. Use a helmet or goggles. And oh my god, <laughs> I hope no one ever takes that out of fucking context. I honestly, I thought I thought the exact opposite. I thought you meant like yeah, get the kids buckled up and suit them up. <laughs> they're in for it. <laughs> oh, the younglings. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. We've seen a play out before, boys. Not just a oh, woman. Shit. Uh, the men, but the kids too. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's funny. Um. So yeah. So I'll, as always, uh, if it's a good, we're talking about sabers now. We're in our little part of the show where we like to uh talk about some heavy fucking metal and review an album here and there. Usually, much to Obi's dismay, because the bands he liked don't put out albums often. Uh, they did, and we're doing it next time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta remind me which one that is, by the way, so I can listen to it. Sick. Um, anyway, this week, we are talking about the new Machine Head album, uh, of Kingdom and Crown, it's called. Um, so, Obi, I know you've had a pretty thorough listen. What do you think, man? Yeah, okay, this is purely opinion-based, but I don't agree with some of the world visions of the singer, which kind of has put machine head in like a really low bottom tier for me but that doesn't that that doesn't mean that this album is actually freaking good um the vocals on it is on point the guitar riffs my god they're heavy as fuck the sound on (laughs) the whole album it's it's all there man the the filler songs even those sound pretty good um yeah, yeah, this album is exactly why I like Machine Head when I was 13, 14 years old. Yeah. It's it's all mm-hmm. there. It's It's got the punch. It's got the the clean vocals. It's got the thrash. Yeah, it yeah. brings it. It's, it's making my head knock. There's a few of those songs where oh, I don't really remember which ones. There's like a few like throaty vocals, like uh, the Chemist song. Yeah. And it, it just makes you want to sing along to the whole song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the start of Slaughter the Martyr is a bit like that. Yeah. Um, Unhallowed has that. Um, Arrows Away from the Sky has that. Mm. And My Hands Are Empty also has that. There's a lot of clean singing in this album. Yeah. Um, it, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. That so... was actually that was actually going to be um, the part where I actually say. Oh, you get your turn in a second. Let Obi talk. Excuse me. <laughs> no, so, yeah, de- so definitely this album, while not being the biggest fan of Rob Flynn, um, it's still about a seven for me. Seven and a half goblins. It's really, oh. I really like the album and would listen to it more, but I'm only not listening to it more because I've figured out that one of my other bands I used to listen to brought out a new album so (laughs) yep yep that's fair enough yeah it's fair alright Shano what are your thoughts and how many goblins out of 10 do you give it 
Tell us what you love, tell us what you don't like. Let's go. Alrighty, yeah, just wanted to uh, jump in there when you guys were saying before, you know, you guys were saying that you liked the clean singing. Personally, yeah. I, I love Machine Head because they're dirty thrash metal. You know what I mean? So um, I think for me, it's got to be only six and a half goblins for sure. Okay. Um, I know that's a very bold claim, but um, look, I'm not going to dishearten the, the album for having four or five really, really great thrashy tracks. But um, as somebody that's listening more on the heavier side at the moment, um, I, I'm just not really feeling the, the light, you know, like the, the lightness. And um, I know there's a number four on there. It's called Overdose. I, I understand, like, the meaning behind the song and I understand why you have to sing it quite lightly. But I just feel like the subject matter is just going to go over people's heads. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, Overdose is the one where it's just, like, the sound effect thing. You're thinking of the yeah. song after that it leads into. Ah, uh, yeah, so yeah. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just more um them kind of, uh, it's, it's hard to explain without listening to the song side by side, but it's more, um you get the vibe that Robert Flynn's putting down, but you don't necessarily understand where the song track's going to. And then you listen to Unhallowed and Assimilate straight after, and they're just heavy bangers, just on straight on top. You know what I mean? And then you've just got these really light-hearted, you know, almost fun songs in between, and it's just getting it threw me a little bit. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting take on. Hmm. Fair enough. So, how many goblins out of ten? Six, Six and, and a half. half goblins. Yes. Okay. All right. So for me, um, I've not really been to Machine Head. Sit or been into much Machine has done ever since Under the Locust. Yeah, that same. album was great for me. After mm-hmm. that, I was like, this is not hitting for me. Mm. Too like, political. Well, not even that. No, just the music. Um, it wasn't doing anything new. It was just sort of, oh, we did really good with uh with the Blackening, mm. and then we did the Blackening too with Under the Locust, and then let's try and do, you know, a similar thing, and it didn't work for me. Um. That's just me, though. If you're a Machine Head fan from the top, go for gold. But mm. this album, for all the reasons Shane just said, is phenomenal, right? As in, the reasons he said it wasn't great is why I like it, mm. okay? Because um, Machine Head are not a top-tier thrash band. Um, I never thought that they were particularly good at thrash, per se. I've always thought they did very good thrashing melodic death, mm. Um, and, and even with the more, uh, power metal sort of side of it, like Pantera and that sort of stuff, because Machine Head is very influenced by Pantera. They came up in the similar, uh, like, time and stuff like that, Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Machine Head had the more new metal stuff as well, but their good stuff that they do is very Pantera influenced and that sort of stuff, and a bit heavier as well. So... That being said, then bringing in more progressive elements with um, more clean guitars and proper singing in that. This album, man, is a journey. Like, you listen to it from the top to the bottom, and the whole time you're like, yes. Mm. You know, um, like, Unhallowed is like, it, it's not even that heavy of a song. The chorus is the only thing that's heavy. The rest of it's clean, but it just, it's got a punch and a bop. And fucking, man, I love it, honestly. The guitar is on point, like Obi said. All the mixing is phenomenal. Rob Flynn's vocals actually sound great. I think his cleans sound better than his screams on this album. Yeah. 
by a pretty large margin. Um, you can tell he's been screaming a lot for years and it's starting to get a bit tired. But he still sounds good, you know? Uh, I think he's in his 50s, so it makes sense. Mm. But for me, this album is actually a 10 out of 10 Goblins. Ooh, holy moly. Um, and people that are regular listeners should know that I don't hand out 10 Goblins often. Uh, even to Necrogoblicons in the album, I didn't give it a 10, I don't mm. think. Um... And I'm a much bigger Necrogoblicon fan than I am of Machine Head. But this album is so good that I am back to listening to Machine Head nearly at least every second day. Yeah. That's how good it is. This album. Like, I have not listened to Machine Head since Unto the Locust, like, at any length. I've heard songs, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, eh, not a fan. This album, for me, is the phoenix from the ashes for Machine Head in terms of my fandom. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like, very much so. So, for me, yeah, 10 out of 10 Goblins. The best work, some of the best work I've heard from Machine Head. Maybe even my favorite album from that. Yeah, I would would, would agree there, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I I haven't listened to anything else still from um, um, the Locust thingy. Um, Yeah. And this album is definitely like because of my taste kind of changed along the years like the clean vocals actually yeah. they appeal to me now uh, yeah. because when i was it might just because we're all yeah because <laughs> i'm I, I was a teen back then it was like yeah trash go screaming all the time double kicks all the time and this album is it's got That's it's got the good mix of everything the cleans the heavy the you know it's it's a good album and i i listened to it like, I went into the album listening to, like, oh, I'm not going to like anything about this. Uh, but I ended up liking it quite a lot. Yeah. 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 And, and I think um, the other thing is, too, like, I'm a massive One of Mars fan. They're one of my favorites. But I think this album being so good actually made the most recent One of Mars album look worse to me. Yeah. Because I wanted it to be this good and it wasn't. Mm. And so I'm like, maybe I was a little harder on that Amon Amath album than I needed to be, but that's because this is so good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Amon Amath. I still I'm, love you. I am, I'm actually gobsmacked. Yeah. The new Amon Amath album, to me, honestly creams all over this. Yeah. No. 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 All day. All day. No, no see, see, because I think with Amon Amath, um, I think that this album is far from their peak. Like, if you want to put Deceiver of the Gods versus this, okay, maybe I see your point. Mm. But this, the most recent Modern Math album is far from their pinnacle. Far from. Fair. Uh, I can I can understand that because you, you feel like they're almost plateauing. They've got more they can do. Look, everyone, as we said last time, everyone has an eh, it's okay album. Like, Corn yeah. had Corn 3. Mm. Yeah. You know, that album was like, I still don't listen to it. I'd rather listen to a Modern Math than that. Mm. Like to the sh- to the great hidden army, I'd rather listen to that than no, I, three. I think partly as well why we both have these opinions about it as well is because um just recently I've started listening to more Amonamath, so it kind of feels like it's new to me, mm. right? Yeah. I just recently actually because I've been hanging out with um one of my other friends, uh, Matters, um. We've just been listening to Machine Head the whole time. You know what yeah, I mean? The last yeah. three months on a repeat. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we were kind of getting ready for this album to be like god tier, fantastic, mm. coming in with the real big heavy hitters. 
And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, just to clarify what I said earlier about this being my favorite Machine Head album, I'm not saying that every song on this is better than every other old Machine Head song. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah. Like, there yeah. are some straight bangers. Mm. Like, uh, you know, like, that would compete with anything on this album. But this album, for me, there's no skips. Not one. Yeah. You know? I like that, so. man. I like I like the way, the, the fact that you like this album like that, dude. You know what I mean? I like, I like well, he wrote it as a top-to-bottom album. Like, you're supposed to listen to it top-to-bottom um, because he wrote it during COVID after watching Attack on Titan. So Attack on no, Titan is awesome. actually the inspiration for this. <laughs> that's, like, the thing. So, Fair yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so that's, that's it. Uh, 10 out of 10 goblins for me. Big goblin rating. Mm, big goblins. Big goblins. Big goblins. Big goblins. Sweet. Uh, Obi, this is your thing here, brother. Hell yeah! The we've done our music section, and as promised from our previous episode, we are going to um, announce the winner for the giveaway from our org package. We would that. Thank you very much, Snowprint. Well, yeah, well, thank you, Tacticus, <laughs> for uh, allowing us to uh, give away such awesome few dudes. Uh, you've got the orcs now. Have you played a little bit of the campaign? Uh, I haven't gotten to the campaign yet, but I've been using some of the characters. Yeah, and they're very fun. I, I like the orc captain guy with the axe. He's really rad. He does like this cool. Uh, his like ability it makes three people with you rush. Yeah. Like, really hard. Yeah. And it's gotten me killed a few times, but it's also super fun to just eat on people. Yeah. It's very orky. So. It's very orky. They're really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, we've had 26 people entering the giveaway. The, does anybody want to use the number generator from 1 to 26 and uh, give me a number? You know what? Shane, I'm going to let you do it, bro. Since totally, you're the guest. Totally. It'll feel much more impartial if you're doing it. Yeah. So the way we've done it, basically, guys, is we've taken all of your names, we've assigned it to a number, and whatever number comes up on this number generator, live on air, it's going to be who wins the the contest. And uh, if the person doesn't claim it or whatever, then we'll just do it again and give it away to the next person. Yeah. All right, Shannon. All righty. On three, two, one. One out of 26, the winner will be number five. Number five. Number number random five. number generator. Who's number five there? I That's Acid Panda. So congratulations, Acid Panda. Oh. I'll be uh, I'll be oh. contacting you and I'll be asking for your player ID. Um, and, uh, Excellent. So Excellent. congratulations. Awesome. That is awesome. Could, couldn't have gone to a worse human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love Panda. He's a good nah, person. Nah, pa- I love Panda. Panda's good. One of the OGs in the Discord. Good lad. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, yeah, cool. Awesome. And uh, just a quick welcome to all the new people that have joined our Discord. We're very happy to have you. We can't wait to get to know you all. Yeah. So, um, it's cool. Yeah, there's there's cool. going to be okay. plenty, of, uh, plenty of new things coming, I do believe. Oh yeah, we've always got plenty in the pipeline around this place. Exactly. We've uh, we've an oil disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we've had loads of people commenting and and adding their posts, and uh, I hope you'll all share your work in progresses and 
discuss more about either the game or 40k lore or whatever other hobbies you're into so yeah yeah and uh and and tell us what you think about the new machine head album in the music tab on the discord yeah i'd love to hear people's thoughts though exactly awesome um so yeah obviously as we've said we've got a discord it's fucking awesome it's full of cool people like us um and other cool people you know uh get in there make some friends encourage each other to hobby and uh share the good vibes um we make also sure have a love and hug exactly we also have a patreon uh which is you know um lighting isn't isn't cheap and to keep obi's light above his editing dungeon on so he actually gets some artificial vitamin d um we we do require a bit of support here and there you know it's, it's actually not cheap to produce and make podcasts and it is a big time sink so the more you guys put in and the more you support us the more we can give back to you in quality content and uh all sorts of other little knickknacks and whatnot, you know? Little giveaways uh, and all yeah, the good exactly. things. Yeah. Yeah, Think yeah. of it as an investment in your entertainment. Yeah. You know? We can only give back as much as we get, so... Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if if we're being supported, we're going to work way harder for that, too. Yeah. You know, if no one supports us, and it's like, okay, well, why are we really doing this? But, yeah, you know, if we have supporters and fans and that, we're, we're always going to work harder for those people so we don't disappoint them. And the people, yeah. um, you know, working alongside with you guys on uh, Patreon and stuff like that as well, um, support, hopefully, in the end run, getting merchandise like t-shirts and cups. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. Know, like... I think we'll be selling t-shirts eventually, but uh, we, we got a lot of stuff in the pipeline that we're still working on, so yeah. just stay posted. But, um... um, The other thing is, too, we have a Spotify playlist where Obi uploads uh, sometimes the whole album, sometimes just tracks that we liked off the album, that we review, um, and eventually we'll probably have multiple playlists because, you know, you can only have so many songs in a playlist. Uh, we also have socials. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. We're not hugely active on it because, honestly, me and Obi run them, and we're not social media people, but we are there. We like to interact with people yeah. when we can. You know, On the other um, hand... So come say goodnight. Yeah. We are usually mostly on Discord, so if you want to hang out with us pretty much live we're, we're usually in the voice tech channels hanging around uh, playing games 100%. or painting or whatever you feel like doing we're usually up for anything exactly and the other thing um you now when we first started this episode uh this show i remember saying to obi and bowen at the time i'm like man if we even get 50 listeners i'm gonna lose my brain like that's huge like we didn't think anyone would actually listen to this and we have actually just well and truly and when I say well and truly I haven't looked for a while but last time I looked we're at least a hundred past a thousand like we're at well over a thousand downloads for this podcast on Podbean so thank you all for your support you're obviously telling people that it's out there and stuff like that um and yeah, just keep doing it, guys. Keep showing your friends. You know, get passionate. Because um, if you can get your friends into hobbies, then that's even cooler because you've got people to hobby with. You know? So, yeah. we Just thank you for your support. Like, yeah. we're, we're truly humbled, to be honest, man. And it's huge. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been good times. The actual number for listens is 1,297. So, um... Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! That's huge, man. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. 
So. Coming for 2K, let's go. Yeah, 2K oh before gosh. Christmas. Oh man, I think we could do it. We could definitely. Alright, that's the new goal, guys. Pump us up. Let's break 2K before Christmas. Yeah. We need your help. Alright? We need to be noticed on Spotify. <laughs> exactly. Notice our senpai. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, Sign us, senpai. And with. Uh, Shano, do you have anything you want to shout out for yourself, brother, before we sign off here? Not necessarily a shout out, but just wanted to say um, just absolute good graces to um, all the people in the hobby, the hobby passion, you know. Um, I know it's obviously gets a little bit uh, lonesome sometimes and uh, being being part of this massive hobby is uh, part of the reason why we do little things like, you know, this podcast and stuff like that. So then we can all come together and feel like we can do these hobbies you know, as one, as a community. Enjoy, you know. Exactly. And it is a community thing. I know you hang out there nearly every day, Shane. You play yeah. video games with people, you talk shit. It's great. Mm. Oh, before before I honestly got introduced to this podcast and, the, like, these guys, I, I felt like I was kind of just missing out having, like, a little bit of that community base with my friends and stuff because mm. I work too much. So, um... Finding you guys was one of the best things that happened to me this year, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, sweet man, that's good to hear. I'm not crying. And it could be the best thing that happened to you too. Is <laughs> someone cutting the onions in here? <laughs> Papa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, guys, I have to say, uh, crank that ass. Just lay that great, boys. And, and we, we are the nice of the hobby table. table. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. See you.